If you're looking to sell your shares and unsure whether you have to pay tax on it, and if you do, how much, this is the video for you. Also, if you're looking to buy and sell shares in a tax efficient way, minimizing your tax, then again, this video is for you. Hi guys, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast where we're all about helping you become financially free so you can focus on what you really want from life. Today's video is about tax, not the sexiest subject but a very important subject and that is because for many people their tax is their biggest liability. So improving this area can make a massive difference to your financial future. So tax can be a very complicated subject, so I'm going to make sure this video is as simple as possible. So when you have shares, first thing is there are two main ways in which you can make sure those shares are tax-free in effect. The first one is in an ISA. So here in the UK, you can put £20,000 each year into effectively a wrapper that protects it from tax. So if you put money into that ISA, let's say 20,000 pounds, each year you can put another 20,000 pounds in and just build up that pot of money. And while the money is in that pot, you can buy shares with it. But at a later date you go to sell those shares tax-free because it is in that ISA wrapper. Now a key thing with an ISA is it's a limit of £20,000 you can put in it each year, but there's no limit on how much you can take out. So you want to be careful taking money out because you can't just keep putting it back in because you're going to get hit with that limit. The second way is with a pension. So let's say I take some money, I put it into my pension or from my company or from my employer, and in that pension, I invest in shares. Well, because it's in that pension wrapper, again, tax-free, really good. Now, with pension, it's a common misconception that it is completely tax-free. And it is while it's in the pension. But the key thing with the pension is when you go to retire and you take that money out of the pension, your pensionable income is taxable. Now, the assumption is that you're going to be on a lower income when you retire. Uh, so the assumption is that you're going to be paying less tax on it, but that is not necessarily the case. You could be earning more when you're retired and actually pay more tax. The second thing is you do get a quarter of how much money is in your big pension pot and you can take that out tax-free. So there are some benefits, but it's not 100% tax-free. Big point to bear in mind. So what happens if you don't want to put it in a pension? Because think about it, if you put it in a pension, you cannot touch it until you're, I think, 55. And there are talks about increasing that age, okay? So for many people, that's very restrictive. With an ISA, maximum you could put in there is 20,000. So what if you're in a situation where you can't do either of those? Well, if you buy shares outside of those, you can potentially pay what we call capital gains tax. 
the two main ways in which people pay tax in the UK is income tax and capital gains tax. There is a third one, dividends tax, but that's for another another day. Income tax, basically, basic rate taxpayer, 20% tax, right? You've got your personal allowance, the first, say, I think it's 10, 12,000 pounds tax-free. Uh, after that, up to 50,000 pounds, 20% tax. After that, it goes to 40% and then even 45%. Now, the first thing to point out with capital gains tax, the rate you pay is lower than your income tax. So that's good, right? And with shares, usually you're going to be paying capital gains tax rather than income tax. So you're paying already a lower rate, usually, which is good. So if you're basic rate taxpayer, instead of 20% on income, it's 10% with capital gains. If you're higher rate, so earning more than £50,000, you're going to pay 20% rather than, say, 40% on income tax. So big reduction. The key thing here, though, is it's on top of your income tax, right? So let's say you make £40,000 in a year. Well, you're within the basic rate tax threshold. And let's say you make £20,000 uh, in capital gains tax. Now, ignoring capital gains allowance, which I'm going to come to in a second, the first 10000 you would pay 10% on because that is uh, what you'd pay below the basic rate tax threshold. For the amount above, you can pay 20%. Okay, So when you're around that threshold of 50000 some can be on the lower amount, some can be on the higher amount. But it's always done after the income tax is taken into account. The next thing to point out is this capital gains allowance. Now, this is separate to your personal tax allowance. And guys, don't worry if this is all getting a little bit confusing. If it is, when you finish the video, just go back, watch it again. If you're still a little bit confused, speak to an accountant or check out uh, online, do a bit of research and start to get a bit of a better grasp around this area. Tax can be very complicated. There's lots of nuances and specific exceptions. Trust me, I used to be an international tax consultant and the books we had to used to have to use, uh, we used to call them the, the Tollies books and they were like this high. And that was all like the kind of legislation that you used to be able to need to go through to understand what to do. So tax can be a very complicated subject. But at the core of it, they are simple. The other key thing to bear in mind is that what I'm telling you now is high level, the key things you want to be aware of. If you are unsure, you definitely need to check what the situation is and always use an accountant. I know people say that, check, an account, check with an accountant, it's almost like a fail safe. But with tax, you definitely want to do it. Because if you get it wrong and you submit the wrong amounts, then you can get into quite a lot of trouble, right? You don't want the tax inspector coming after you saying you owed a different amount and so on because not only do you get in a situation where you might need penalties and fines and so on, but then, you know, the HMRC going forward are going to start to almost have a, a stronger focus on you in the future and that's not something that you want, right? Also, it can be very scary. So, back to the topic. This capital gains tax allowance. Now, it varies year to year, but at the moment, for this tax year, so 2020, April 2020 to uh, April 2021, 
you have £12,300 as a capital gains tax allowance. So effectively, the first £12,300 in capital gains, you pay no tax on. So going back to my example of £20,000, okay, in capital gains, and you earned £40,000 in income, basic rate taxpayer, £40,000. £20,000 capital gains. The first 12300 tax-free on the capital gains. The remaining 7700 testing my maths, uh, of the 20000 you pay tax on. That brings you within the limit of the basic rate tax threshold. So you'll pay 10%, which is the capital gains tax rate on a basic rate taxpayer, on that £7,700, which comes to £770. Okay, so sizable amount, but not huge, right? Especially as you had a whole £20,000 in capital gains uh, to, to, to think about. So that capital gains tax, capital gains allowance is huge, okay? Because a key thing you can do is what you can do is you can drip feed the selling of your assets. So let's say you had a capital gains potential of say £100,000 in shares. What you could do is each year you could sell shares that attributed to say £12,000 of that overall £100,000 and each year you'd slowly pay off, slowly sell those shares and be able to get the money from them and pay no tax on it because each year you're staying within that capital gains allowance. And through the process, you can take away the whole £100,000. A question I get a lot is, what actually is the capital gains? It's a good question. So if you think about you buy some shares, buy some Apple shares, and you pay £10,000 in those Apple shares. Let's fast forward 10 years. And you take a look at the value of your shares and they're now worth £20,000, okay? The capital gains is not the 20000 That's the value of the shares you own. The capital gain is literally the gain. So you buy it at £10,000 and it's increased in value to £20,000. The gain from where you bought it to what it's now worth is £10,000. So the capital gain is the gain in the capital, which is your investment. Okay, capital is like another word for investment. So when you sell those shares at 20,000 pounds, you successfully sold it at 20,000, you bought it at 10,000, the gain is 10,000 pounds. And so you're looking to then go through this tax process on that 10,000 pounds. Make sense? Okay. Now, another thing to bear in mind is when you are investing in residential property, so you're buying properties, buy to let, okay, and it's not your primary residence, which is usually tax-free on capital gains. If it is other properties, then you're going to have to pay capital gains tax on selling those properties if they increase in value. Now, again, this video is not to, to go into that particular area, but a key thing I want to point out is the capital gains tax rate on those is different. You add another 8%, so it'd be 18% for basic rate taxpayer 
and 28% high rate taxpayer. And I wanted to let you know that because if you are in property, you want to make sure that you're taking into account a different rate in those circumstances. Okay. Another thing to point out is when you sell shares and you get a gain, you don't always pay capital gains. You can sometimes be in a situation where you're paying income tax instead. And that is when HMRC would view the selling of those shares as like a trade, as like a business, a trading business, rather than an investment. So let me give you two examples to really illustrate the point. So a capital gain, right, which is an increase in value on an investment, is like buying some Apple shares and then selling them in 10 years at an increase in value. Clearly an investment, buy and hold for the long run, right, to make a profit. Well, think about a business that makes a trade, like buying and selling, um, I don't know, let's, let's have a think. Like if you were selling, if you were buying uh, coffee beans and various things and then selling coffee through a business, it's a trade. You're clearly making money through like regular transactions. It's the same with shares. If you're constantly buying different shares and then looking to sell them on a regular basis, very quickly, and you're benefiting from changes in the, in the market, that is generally considered as a business, a trading business, and you'll pay income tax on that, okay? Now, the difficulty is when it starts to blur in the boundaries. So obviously, if you're buying, say, 20 different shares and selling 20 different shares each day, it's clearly a trading business, right? You're going to pay income tax on the gains in those shares when you sell them. But when you start to get in the middle ground where you're maybe buying and selling five shares each week, one share each week, then it starts to get a little bit more confusing. And in those situations, you definitely want to speak to an accountant, a tax accountant, to really understand that specific situation to see which area you're in. But for most people, you're going to be in those two camps, either clearly investing for the long run and it'll be a capital gains tax, or be a regular trading and be income tax, okay? Last thing I wanna cover off before I finish up is employee company shares. Now, I don't wanna go into too much detail here because there are a lot of different schemes and each scheme have different tax implications. So the first thing I'd say is, if you have this, or you're thinking about going into it, speak to your employer. Say, what is this company share scheme that you're offering? What exactly is the structure? And what's the tax impact of it? What's it called, okay? Now, ideally, they should be able to give you an idea of what the tax impact is. But at the very least, they'll tell you what the scheme is, and then you can use that information to go to an accountant and understand what that is. Now, if you're getting this kind of thing, you definitely, again, want to speak to an accountant because it's the kind of thing that if you do in the wrong way or you don't approach, it with HMRC in the right way, then you can get into a sticky situation, right? And get into penalties and fines and so on. But I'll give you one illustration, a common one, and that is sort of something called a share incentive plan. And if you have shares in your employer's company through that scheme, usually it's tax-free while you're at the company. 
Now there's some rules around what happens when you finish at that company. My understanding is as long as you sell it within 90 days, tax-free, or if you move it into an ISA, tax-free, or if you move it into a pension, tax-free, okay? But if you can hold it on for many years later, then it would start to become taxable, okay? So guys, in summary, if you have shares and you want to kind of buy and sell them in a tax-efficient way, number one, use an ISA, 20,000 each year, tax-free. Number two, you can use a pension where it's certainly tax-free while you have it in there and tax-deferred for when you sell it, but you're restricted in terms of when you can take those shares out, 55 years plus old. You can also benefit from tax benefits if you're in a company tax scheme, but you want to look into the details of that. And then finally, if you have shares not in one of those situations, you're likely going to need to pay capital gains tax on it, but you can benefit from your capital gains tax allowance. You can drip feed the selling to avoid capital gains tax. And also the tax rate that you will pay is lower than your income tax. Okay, guys, I hope that helped. If it did, please do let me know. If you want me to go into any of this in more detail, please let me know in the comment section. If you've got friends that you think would help benefit from this video, please do share it. And finally, please do subscribe to find out my future videos each week. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.